to another episode of Converse with Anyone, Anywhere. This is Aliza Abramson with... Aurus Sanchez. Oh yeah. Guys, we're super excited about our topic today. Uh, but you know, I feel like we're excited about our topics all the time. But you know what it is? That's true. We have really good topics to talk about. And we want you guys involved in the conversation as well. So please guys, like this, comment on it, let us know what you think. Send us some comments, your questions guys, don't be shy. Yeah, come on guys, it's all about talking. Talk with us, talk with us. But today's topic, before we get into everything else, is we're going to be talking about what to do when you're in a conversation with someone and you're just like, wow, I don't want to be talking about this. I want to get out of this. I want to get out of the building. Where's the fire alarm? Let me pull it. Let me just get out of here. But believe it or not, this topic actually has two elements to it. It Mm -hmm. has how to leave a conversation, like just get out of there, and how to change the topic of the conversation. I'm going to be tackling more how to change the topic of the conversation because that's where my skill set is more. And Aurus is going to be tackling how to just leave the conversation because I've seen him do it. He's way better at it than me. So, any thoughts to share about that? Uh, yes. It's interesting to learn this stuff because trust me, you will find yourself in different situations where you're in a conversation, either at a networking event with your friends or family, spouses, wherever you are. And guess what? There's going to be topics that you feel uncomfortable with or you don't like where the conversation is going. There's too much gossip. Whatever the problem is, you can either leave a conversation but do it the, the right way or you change the topic of a conversation. But of course, it depends on the situation and how you do things. And that's mm-hmm. why we're here. We want to show you how to do that. Yeah. So I think what we're going to go first over is before leaving, let's talk about how, Aliza, how is it that you change certain, certain conversations? And before we even started this, we spoke that when you're changing a conversation or leaving a conversation, it boils down to two different situations. Mm-hmm. Either one, you make it obvious to the person that you're changing or leaving the conversation because you could be more upfront with them, you could be more honest, you could be more uh, bold. But there's going to be situations where you really can't be so bold or so obvious for whatever reason. And you have to show it indirectly. To either change the conversation directly or just leave it in a way where no one feels offended. So Lisa's going to start this off. Just amazing tips. Simple. I love the simplicity, but they're so good. Lisa, what is it that you do to change conversations either in a bold way up front when you can and when you can't really be so upfront? So like, what, what are the things that you do? So you make a really, really good point that it's, it's very much about determining whether or not you want to be straight up about the fact and like let the person you're speaking with know that you are changing the conversation or if you want to hide it. So let's first of all decide which route do we want to go with. Okay. The way that I decide is, okay, first of all, what is the content of this conversation? If it's something that I think is morally or ethically wrong and I kind of want to like guilt the person that I'm speaking to about it and kind of like let them know like you really shouldn't be talking about this, then what I'll do is I'll be very upfront about how I'm changing the conversation. Um, if it's something that it's like, well, they don't really know and like we shouldn't really be talking about this, but it's not really their fault and I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable, then I'm going to hide it. Like what's a good example? It's like let's say someone's talking about like, like insulting some other third person, right? Okay. That I'm actually friends with, but I don't want to insult this person. But we're not quite at that place where I can just like defend my friend to them yet. What I'll do is I'll change the conversation, but make it obvious that I was uncomfortable with that topic. How do I do that? 
I will say something like completely off point and I won't have a transition. Usually when you're having a conversation with someone, you transfer from topics with something connecting those topics, right? Like let's say I'm talking to someone about fruits that transfers easily to trees or to nature, things like that, because they're mm-hmm. connected. So what I'll do is like, let's say we're talking about fruits or trees. All of a sudden I'm going to switch over to like AC or something completely off topic where they're like, wait, what? Because it jars the other person. They're like, where the heck did that come from? Mm. But what's cool about this is two things are going to happen. First of all, the person is in their head going to be trying to figure out, well, how did that connect to this one? So they're either going to think that they're not smart enough to figure out what the connection was, or they're going to figure out, oh, maybe she didn't want to talk about that, or maybe he didn't want to talk about it, and that's why they're switching. So either way, you're winning there. Um, Or what I'll do is I'll like make it seem like I'm super, super uncomfortable. I'll be like, oh, wow. When they say something like, let's say they say like, oh, that person's so stupid. I'll be like, oh, wow. You know what? What do you think about AC? And that changes it. But that also, that's what I use more if someone's not so self-aware and they need kind of like a hint that it's them that I'm changing the conversation because of. One question. What if that person, they see, they hear you do this and now they're like, and they confront you up front. They're like, hey, why are you changing topic? What's wrong with you? What, what What's your rebuttal to that? So that if I'm being so like kind of like, like um, brusque about changing the conversation where I'm changing so obviously, that's okay if they confront me because then I can just be kind of back. Like I wasn't comfortable to, uh, uh, talking about that with you. So I wanted to switch the conversation because I wasn't trying to hide it. I didn't want to say straight up like, oh, I'm changing the conversation because what you're saying isn't good. That's really awkward. But if they ask me the question, they asked for the information and now I can share it and they can choose to get insulted or not. But that's up to them. Right. Um, usually people don't do that. Or what they'll do is they'll do it in a teasing way. They're like, what's wrong with you? Oh, I see. You didn't want to talk about this. Oh, yeah. oh OK. OK. I'll, I'll change the conversation for you. That's fine. They can make fun of you because later on they're going to feel a little bit awkward. and They'll be like, ah, yeah, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't talk about this with them or even if they don't feel guilty they're not going to bring that up to you again because it was uncomfortable and do you only do this in conversations where you think something's morally or ethically wrong or let's say the people you're just speaking to are just boring and they're boring you to tears and you're about to like you're like about to throw yourself off the 17th floor because you're so bored do you do that also in a boring conversation or or only only do you use these tactics if it's a more like ethically moral thing Um, If it's more just like boring, like the other person just is not an interesting person, then I'm not going to be really obvious about changing the conversation because I don't want them to feel bad about being boring. Like, okay, Mm. they're boring. What are you going to do? I mean, we'll have a whole podcast about what you can do if you're a boring conversationalist. We should. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. But um, I'm not going to make them feel bad about that. I'm going to handle the segue for them. And that's actually the next part of what I was going to speak about. How do you change the conversation so the other person doesn't realize you're changing the conversation? So now that this is now this is for people that you can't really be too upfront with or be too bold. Just a quick or question. Like just people that like I don't want them to feel bad about what they were talking about. So that was my question for you, Lisa, is when when do you differentiate? Oh, I could be more bold here and use more bolder techniques to change the conversation or I have to use more indirect techniques right now. So it's going to be different for each person. Like one person might think that it is morally reprehensible that you're boring and they might want to make you feel ashamed because you're boring. I don't. To me, the only reason to make someone feel really uncomfortable like that is if they're doing something that I think is morally unethical or something that's just wrong, right? But that's me. Someone else might have a completely different standard. Um, so if someone does something that like bothers me, annoys me, or makes me feel like 
that's not a right thing, that's when I make them feel a little bit like, I don't know if it's the best quality in me, but <laughs> like I, I decide, nope, this is not a good thing we should be talking about. And then I make them feel like that a little bit because it trains them also because they might continue talking about this topic with other people. But when you're talking with me, don't talk about this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. Um, which helped me a lot in school. Like I, I, I um, avoided a lot of drama with friends and things like that because when certain hot topics would come up with like people talking about other people or things like that, I just made people feel uncomfortable talking about it with me. So they wouldn't bring up those things with me. So I didn't. I was always friends with everybody because people knew not to talk to me about those things. Mm. So it can help a lot in like the workforce, things like that. Um, yeah, but in terms of the just changing the conversation subtly because a lot of times that's really where you're going to use it more where you just want it to be like kind of like this is not the greatest topic let's just segue a little bit or like i'm about to fall asleep because it's so boring let me segue the top with mm. a little bit the way that one technique that i like to do is i kind of make it all about me right I, I get a little add right like someone will be talking like here let's role play a little bit talk about i don't know like calculus or something okay so uh right now i'm taking a chemistry class and oh, excuse, i'm so sorry i'm so sorry but um I know I'm interrupting you, but do you, I, I just wanted to ask you your opinion on that tree over there. And like, then I'll bring it up over there. Uh, it's nice, I guess. No, the reason I wanted to ask you, and then what I'll do is I'll come up with some reason why that tree is connected to them okay. as we're passing by, right? So what I'll do is something came in my head that I just noticed and I don't want to forget it. So I might even throw that in there like, oh, listen, I'm sorry to interrupt you. And I know I, I really want to hear what you were saying. I just want to get your thoughts on this before I forget to ask you because I really meant to ask you. And then I'll ask him. Obviously, don't do something like a tree. That just was there. So it was in my it's head. Ju- it's just an example. There's actually literally trees in front of us right, yeah. right now. They're quite so, pretty. Yes. Um, but just find something that it seemed like you had the intention to ask them about this. Or something else could pop in your head like, oh, I wanted to ask you, how's your uncle doing? Or something like that. Just something that makes it seem like you just remembered something and you don't want to forget it. Because then it's not the other person being boring. It's you being forgetful. Mm, okay. So that's what I do a lot. That's one technique. Interesting. Now, so these are the different techniques you either use more bold or less bold, correct? Yes. Because in my case, I'll be honest, I personally, it's been very few times that I've felt uncomfortable in conversations. Mm -hmm. It's been very few. I can probably count them with my hand. How many few times I've actually felt uncomfortable in a conversation? Because I'm willing to, if someone's, I'm not saying that I'm going to participate in a conversation where everything's about hatred and racism. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that, guys. But let's say it starts to get there in a conversation where I've been in, in, in places where it's conversations like this come up. A lot of people immediately, their defenses go up and they feel, they're like uh, uncomfortable. Like, oh, I can't have this conversation. And they try, try to find a way to leave or change the conversation. And I definitely think that if you feel uncomfortable, you should, you should leave. Mm-hmm. You should change the conversation. Me personally, I don't leave yet. Or I don't change it yet. Alright, alright. This is part two. Part two of how to leave a conversation. Or how to change the topic of a conversation. I'm here with my awesome co-host. Aliza Abramson. Oh yeah. So, as we were saying in part one. So, I honestly don't really feel uncomfortable in many conversations. Maybe you're also one of those people who don't, you don't really feel too, too, you don't feel too uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like you can go a little further and see where it goes. Now, I personally leave a conversation or change the topic of a conversation if I feel like I'm wasting my time. I feel like time is the most valuable, one of the most valuable things we have. And like money, you can get money, you can, go, you can throw away money, but you can always get money again. Time, 10 minutes, you could talk about 
trees, you could talk about dogs, but if you're not into that stuff and for you it's not important, guess what? You just wasted 10 minutes of your life that you'll never get back. So I personally, I honestly, I only do those things if I feel like I'm wasting my time. That's it. Now, going back. So if I feel like I'm in a situation, a very serious situation, again, and it gets the conversation starts to get really bad, what I'll do purposely is I'll continue on this conversation and I'm going to make them either feel a little guilty or or I'm going to make them feel a little uncomfortable. Because let's say they're making other people feel uncomfortable or they're starting to make me feel a little uncomfortable. But I'm not going to stop there. Like, you know when once you start getting into that feeling like, like, ugh, like you know when you're, when you're up a roller coaster mm. and you feel like you're about to drop and your stomach starts to get a little bit like that. We've all had those feelings during a conversation. If I start to feel that, right, then I know the conversation is going to go south for me and for the environment, right? So what, what I'll purposely do, so let's say they start talking about certain people and say they start to make fun of them and not like in a teasing way, like really badly. What I'll do, I'll say, hmm, interesting. I will say something like, one question, uh, Joe. It's just, a, I'm just giving a random name. How would you feel if Steven, the person we're making fun of, right now was making fun of you, right now at this moment, you and your mother? How would you feel? How would you feel? Yeah, I, I, I will literally take it there. Now, of course, I don't want to offend anyone. I, I, that's not my intention. But a lot of times when, when conversations start to go morally or ethically wrong, I love to flip it. Say, hey, how would you feel if that was happening to you? And I'll give them all the details. And, you know, and he's going to heart and he's speaking about your mother and he hopes that your mother ends up in a hospital and that she feels bad and all that stuff. But let me ask you, Arudus, based off of that, like, what do you do if they, like, confront you back? Like, they get aggressive with you. Well, if they get aggressive, say, hey, listen, listen, there's no need to get aggressive with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to offend you. Because really, I'm not really trying to offend anyone. The whole purpose of this is not to offend people. But I'll say, listen, if, if I can be more upfront, and which most of the time I will try to be more upfront. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple exceptions where I won't be upfront, which I will explain, which I think are important. I'll say, listen, the only reason why I'm saying these things, because just think about it, man. We're saying all these things. We're having this conversation, which, you know, in a way, I completely understand where you're coming from. You don't like this person because he did this, did this, you know, your girlfriend cheated on you with this guy or, you know, he stole money from you or whatever the case is. Right. I'll say, listen, I understand why, why probably you feel this type of way, but I'm just saying devil's advocate that that's it, man. Joe, just understand me here. What if this person was speaking bad about you? How would you feel? I'm just asking you how you would feel. And if you're feeling this and you're getting a little aggressive with me, right, then what does that say? So immediately I started to play devil's advocate. I started to throw everything on their court. Now I'm asking them hard questions now. And now I can tell, are they getting hard questions? Are they getting angry because I'm throwing them hard questions and they don't know how to answer it? Or is it that, is, or is it that they just haven't been in many situations where not that they're being tested. Is it tested or not tested? They've been like uh, called on it. Where they're being called on it. Where I'm just Call calling. Call, I'm just calling. I'm calling them out on what they're doing. But I'll only do this if it's going down that route, like morally or ethically wrong. But other than that, I normally do not feel uncomfortable. And if, let's say a bad topic comes up, right? I'll call the ambulance. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> an, an ambulance is passing by right now. No, but if if a topic comes up and. If it's not morally or ethically wrong, but other people are starting to feel uncomfortable, or let's say it is, I'll try to find out why they're speaking about this. Why? What's making that person have this seed in their heart, and why is it coming out of their mouth? Uh, what? Why are these thoughts coming out of them? Why? Once you can know a person's why, you can maybe comprehend more, give them more leniency of why they're speaking about this. Now, of course, 
that's of course it, it, it has its boundaries it has its limits so i'll call people out on them i'll feel i'll make them feel a little guilty the only exceptions where i won't be so bold and maybe i'll go and i'll, I'll use certain techniques as, as, as aliza mentioned in the beginning to just change the topic in a more indirect way is let's say i'm trying to get a certain job at a very prestigious place mm-hmm. i'm at a networking event and the big boss is there Mm. right the big boss is there and he has a huge ego and if you know that you attack his ego like and you really want that job like you're not gonna get it or you're not gonna get an an opportunity because you're confronting this person when you really shouldn't be you shouldn't confront them maybe you can confront them once you have an in once you've known them for a while maybe not come maybe you don't have to confront them but find smarter ways to approach them on certain things like situations like that i don't feel like you should confront them but i'll be honest even people that i haven't met in a while i have seen in a while or people that i don't really know i'll try to build some rapport with them even when a bad conversation comes up i'll build rapport with them i'll get to know why they're speaking about this this and then i'll confront them about it in a very smart logical way where i need them to answer me questions because i want to understand them more but it's a way where i'm calling them out and making them feel a little guilty and throwing the ball in their court and say hey what if the papers or what if the roles were reversed how would you feel and then go on on that let me ask you a question, Aldous, because that's ahead. all. <laughs> that's great advice, and um, mm. I've seen you do this a lot of times, actually. Yes. And I know that I personally, like, I have a lot of difficulty with this. When you know you're gonna tell someone something that they don't really want to hear, mm. um, like telling them, like this thing, like you're saying, where you confront them about it. How do you get, like, kind of like the guts to do that? How do I get the guts to just tell them something that they they, they don't really want to hear? Yeah, like, how do you gear up for that? Like, for me, like, in my head, I know I'm always going through, oh, they're going to be so sad, they're going to feel bad, I don't want them to feel bad, like, all these different things. So what I do, there's a couple things you can do. I First of all, I think that the more conversations where you, I think if you put yourself in situations where, where you're, obligated to have harder conversations you get more immune to having to having these type of conversations and it just happened in my life it's not that i plan to have hard conversations it's just, it's just happened so it's not that difficult for me mm-hmm. but if it's difficult for you right what you can do is you can preempt them well what i mean is like for example if i know i'm going to say something that they're not really too crazy or they're not ready to hear i say listen uh joe or jackson or maria or whatever their name is listen you said this and it got me thinking so, all right, give me a topic. So, so let's role play this a little bit. Okay, Go. let's say you want to tell me that mm-hmm. um, you don't like how I talk to you. Okay. And we're, okay, so now, guys, by, these techniques that Lisa and I are mentioning are mostly going to happen when you, while you're at work, like at your mm-hmm. jobs. I do this all the time with my coworkers and uh, all my jobs or like at big events, networking events and stuff like that. You know what's interesting? I actually use this more in social stuff. Way really? more in social stuff. Way Interesting. more. Interesting. I haven't used it. I've used it, but not that much in social stuff. The more change jobs. in the conversation I use in social stuff a lot. But that makes a lot of sense because, you know, you're closer to them. So you can just change if something goes south. So, okay. So, so basically, you can use this in any context. Yeah. Okay. So let's, so let's role play this. So I say, listen, um, Aliza, um, listen, do you mind if I speak to you for a second? Sure. What's up? Yeah. So, you know, you, you said something like about 10 minutes ago. And, you know, it, it, it just... Like, it got me thinking, like, I don't know, like, do you know how old I am? No, how old are you? I'm 24, right? I'm 24. Okay. Have I given you the impression, I'm just curious, I'm just curious, because if I have, just let, let me know, that I act or, like, I think like a seven-year-old or eight-year-old? No, 
What what are you talking about? No, well the reason why I'm saying I'm, I mean the reason why I'm saying this is because I don't know that some sometimes I feel like there's a little animosity. I feel like animosity? Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably using uh, God, by the way guys, I'm probably using a too much of a big of a strong word there. But I, I feel like sometimes like I say certain things and like just the way you speak to me, I feel like I'm a child. I mean, I know that's not your intention, at least. I know I know it's not your intention. But really like yeah, I'm like, it's like, I feel like I'm your child. And I'm like, hey, you haven't fed me today. Uh, and like, and like, I'm not really your child, Aliza. It, and it's like, I just feel that sometimes. I'm not saying all the time, because you don't speak to me like that all the time. But I do feel this. And I just want, I, I want to tell you this, because I don't want there to be mutual feelings or feelings of like, you know, like, Animosity? What's the word? Animosity or feelings where we're like not looking at each other or it's a little awkward. I listen, I'm just trying to tell you that sometimes you treat me a little like a child. I just I don't really appreciate it. Well, sometimes you act like a child, man. You know something? You are right. Sometimes I do act a lot like a child. But now the question is, everyone acts like a child, Elisa. Everyone I don't. Like you don't? Nope, never. Never? Wow. I'm just giving this as an example, guys, because some people will get like this. Yes. Now, guys, legitly everything you, you're hearing me saying, this is how I would approach someone. First of all, you don't want to sound too scripted. No, you don't. I don't. So I, it sounds like I'm just like I'm still thinking like I'm still thinking what I'm trying to say. But in reality, I know exactly what, what I want to say and I know exactly how I'm going to say it. What's also great about what Aurus is doing right here, actually, is he's not telling the person this is what you are doing, because if he does that, then the person can deny it. Because how can you tell me what I'm doing? Instead, he's saying, I feel like this is making me feel because the person that you're talking to they can't tell you what they feel like that no you don't feel this way like what what that makes no sense so when you pull it back to your own emotions like listen i don't know what's going on i feel like there's like a little bit of animosity and they could be like no there's no animosity and like okay how, but i'm getting this feeling you know because they can't fight your feelings like you have to get like a little bit emotional and this is actually very good when you have to deliver like really bad news to someone pull it back to yourself a little bit so they don't feel so defensive yeah Exactly, exactly. I, I, I love that, Aliza. It's true because I'm saying what I'm saying. So let's, so let's keep role playing. So then Aliza just mentioned, yeah, I, I, I don't act a lot like a child. I'm like, oh, really? You don't, so you're telling me that you've never acted like a child? I mean, when I was a kid, I did. Well, that's true. As a kid, when I was also a kid, I acted a lot like a child. So if you say that I act like a child, right? Specifically, what is it that you feel that I do sometimes that I act like a child and that you, and that you speak to me that way? Tell me. What is it I that don't I know, do? Man, like you just you just do stuff, and it's 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 annoying. So you so you also feel like I act like a child, right? Yeah. Man, you know you know it's so interesting. My uh, sometimes my like my friends tell me that, or my mother even t- tells me that when I go visit her. So you know I cannot disagree with you on that. But it's interesting. You just mentioned that you don't know what it is, but you feel like I act like a child, right? Okay. Well, exactly that same feeling you're having. You, I'm not saying that you act like a child, but there's just times where where I feel like you're treating me like that. I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying that you're intentionally doing that. But that same feeling you have, I have the same feeling. Maybe for different things. So let's try to find a way so where we don't feel this. Because I'm telling you, it's a misunderstanding. I'm feeling it. You're feeling it. So let's try to find a way. And whatever we continue the conversation. See, that's good. What he also does, he doesn't try to deny things. He doesn't try to fight them. He doesn't try to prove anything. He's just like, okay, let's try to find a way. Let's be constructive, right? Because there are going to be people who try to like bring it down and everything like that, but he keeps it constructive. A hundred percent. So this is legitly in in, in a review because I know we said a lot. Basically, the approach that you could take, guys, that that, that I use a lot is I'm more bold and I'll 
make people feel either guilty or I'll throw it onto them so they can understand what they're really saying. I'll ask them questions like, why do you feel this way? I'll reverse, re reverse engineer the roles. I'll say, why do you feel this way? Why are you speaking about this? What if, what if the situations were different? And if someone goes back at you, right? Goes back at you when, when you're saying something, when, you, when you're being upfront with them, listen. Even if they say something and you don't agree with it, guys, agree with it. Be like, you know something, you're right. This person tells me this and this person tell me this. And then say, but listen, that feeling you have, I have the same exact feeling. When you throw that guys out, guys, when you throw that out there, people cannot argue with you. They're like, man, this person just agreed with, with what I said. And the same feeling I'm feeling, they're feeling too. There must be something. And it's going to be harder for them to argue with you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I went over how to change the conversation. Um, you can either do it super obviously and make them feel a little bit guilty just by changing it without a segue. Or if you want to make them feel a little bit more comfortable and not realize that it's them that you're changing this uh, conversation with, you just add in that segue. You add in a transition. So there's uh, another question. So we just went over how you can leave conversations or change mm -hmm. conversations. And just like before we end this, Aliza, what would you do? Give, give the people out there like one or two tips that, that are good if people want to leave a conversation, not change the conversation or change the topic, but leave the actual conversation, whatever environment that they're, actually, that they're in. So for me, I like to, um, it's interesting. So depending on who I'm with, what I like to do is I like to put like a very apologetic look on my face. I put my hand on their arm and say like, I'm so sorry. I really want to hear what you have to say, but I actually have to go and do X, Y, and Z. Or I actually, I promised I would go and speak to X, Y, and Z. And I just make it seem very, very like, I really don't want to do this. Mm. And I really want to hear what you have to say. It's very interesting to me, but I got to move on. Um, because love for me, I, I feel so bad when I make people like just stop what they're talking about because they want to talk to me and I want to talk to them and just... But sometimes I don't want to talk to them, you know? <laughs> so you make that good eye contact. I always like to get, make a little bit of body contact because that shows you that they're not like repelled by you. Like, whoa, I, I just want to get out of here. You're getting a little closer to them before you leave. You're saying like, listen, you come a little closer to them showing like, it's not that I want to leave you. It's that I got to go. Yes. So that's what I like to do. And it, what if they're like, let, let me go with you. I, you know, I actually, I promised them that I would speak on, to them one-on-one. -on -one. Let me go with you. Let me go with you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Usually people don't do that. But if they do do that, then you just kind of talk to them about like, listen, I promised them I would speak to them one-on-one. -on -one or call or 911. Like if, they keep, if they keep insisting. Yeah, it, it, may, 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Another thing that probably you could do if you want to leave a conversation. I love that. Listen, I promised someone I, 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 I would speak to them. I'm going to start you using that one. If, if, if they, so make if, sure you come in before you leave. With you body can't language. Just like, say like, oh, I got to go. Because then it seems cold. You have to make it a little bit warmer than the conversation was before. And then you can go cold. Otherwise, it's uh, too sharp an adjustment for them. I got it. Okay. I, love, okay, I, I, I really love that. Because what I've used in the past, and I've used it, uh, let's say I want to leave a conversation. I'll either... If it's a big group of people, I'll just leave. Like I don't have to. I don't have to give a reason. I, I just leave. Right. I just great. leave. But if it's a smaller group and like they'll notice if you leave, I'll probably. If, if there's a lot of people, if I see someone, I'll bring them in and say, "Hey, listen, have you met this person? Blah blah mm -hmm. blah. Have you met this person? This person is this, this and this. And maybe you'll find your way. Or you could be like, "Hey, can I can I bring you a soda? Or can I bring you something? And you can leave the conversation. Maybe get some fresh air. Get them what what they. If, if they said yes, then you bring it to them and say, "Listen." And then you can use Elisa's approach. Hey, listen. I promise someone I'll speak to someone. I'll speak to you later. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or sure you t I mean, if it's someone that like doesn't want to be touched. 
don't be touched but like make sure to make that eye contact yes yeah i i actually think it's harder to change the conversation or or like try to change or try to like do it up front or do it indirectly than actually leaving a conversation yeah but sometimes I, you want to continue the conversation that is so true that is 100 percent true so these are just some small details don't overthink if you really have to leave a conversation or just really just change a topic don't overthink it we just we're just giving you a lot of ideas that you can use in your repertoire mm. when you find yourself in different situations with different people it's just that simple that's it guys any last words Eliza, for everyone out there listening which by the way if you haven't please like subscribe to us like our podcast and tell people to follow us so you can follow us on instagram you could follow us on youtube you can follow us on any um podcast platform i'm pretty sure yeah on itunes and spotify and aliza what's our youtube handle and instagram handle it is conversation guru it's conversation guru all together uh, lowercase guys it's that simple any last words aliza guys we really want to continue talking to you but we promised someone else we would go speak to them bye guys i'm getting i'm getting guys guys thank <laughs> you guys so much and of course till next time